previously on the one man show i'm calling this one the friend check how do you rank as a friend now there are a lot of things that make a friend make a good friend i think let's just start off with social media let's start off with the way we communicate on social media Welcome to part two of this three-part series I'm calling Inside the Mind of a Man. Long-awaited episode. Sorry I took a little time. I wanted to kind of gather my notes together. I wanted to really um, uh, make sure I know what I'm talking about here. Because So part one, right, three-part series. Part one, we talked about the insecurities of a man and try to get mainly just women i mean obviously because men we understand each other for the most part um so i did this three-part series inside the mind of a man for the women for the ladies and the part part one our last uh last time we talked it was about insecurities of a man and you know i talked to you guys about what we go through and i tried to have you understand you know because it's not talked about often in society no one cares about i mean i'm sorry that's kind of the way it is but no one really cares about the insecurities of a man because it's called man up and it's been around for years that that way of living that way of thinking you know we we've said it many times man up act like a man so our insecurities is not a big thing in society but if you didn't listen to that last episode, check it out. Part one, insecurities uh, in this three-part series. But part two, today, we're going to talk about relationships. It's There's a lot to cover, and that's why it took a while to do this episode. I wanted to gather all my thoughts because now we're getting to relationships, and that's a whole big world. I want you guys to understand, right, How does how do guys operate in relationships? Let's start off with some quick dating rules. We got to get this out of the way ahead of time. Number one, it takes two. It takes two to tango. It's not just a guy. It's not just a woman. This is a, a, a relationship. This is a bond. This is a partnership. It takes two to make a relationship work. Number two, which bothers me, I see it a lot. Don't have sexist expectations or rules. So expectations, rules, I say sexist because let me tell you what, I, what I'm talking about. Uh, women will expect certain things, you know, like the guy has to pay. He has to pay for this. And look, first date, obviously, 99.9% of men, we, would, we want to pay, obviously right but it's nice to just try to offer and just say oh i got this you know like just at least try even though you want him to pay but i think sometimes women have this whole men need to do this men are supposed to be doing this we gotta stop that it's very toxic 
It's like me saying, you should be cooking, you should be cleaning, you should be taking care of the kids. This is 2022. We got to get over the expectation and the rules. Number three, talking about rules, the rules that we set for relationship, which there really is none. I mean, there, there's some basics like communication, but uh, number three is stop with the waiting games. If you're dating someone, if you go out, stop with the whole, okay, I got to wait two days before I text them. I cannot text them right away. I cannot call them right away because it's going to be psycho. I don't want them to think I'm psycho or I'm, I'm possessive or I'm, you know, I'm clingy. So I got to stop already. We got to stop that. If you like the guy, just text him. A simple text after a date and just say, I really enjoyed our night and I hope I talk to you soon. Like, I look, I've been out of the dating game for a long time. I'm just telling you, like, from what I remember back in the day, that was a thing. You had to wait for a day or two just to text or call back because you didn't want to do it right away. Um, we got to stop that. These are games and these are things that were set by other people before us. And it doesn't have to be. We can break those rules and those boundaries if you really like the person. Let's get this out of the way. Uh, Number four, where you meet them is very important. Sorry, but it's like when you get a dog from the Humane Society or you get a stray wild dog, you know, from the woods or on the street. They're going to come with uh, baggage. They're going to come with trauma. They're going to come with past experiences. So you have to watch where you meet someone if you're at the clubs or you going you know you're meeting them at somewhere where they just want to hook up or a dating site right because yeah that's not exactly the greatest place to meet either you you got to be careful because their their intentions are going to be one thing and one thing only i don't know if you meet them at church or you meet them at uh through a mutual friend that's always nice um, I don't know about blind dates. I've never done that before. But where you look to hook up or you look to meet, um, that's very important. You got to catch them in an environment where they're looking for something serious or they're, they're serious and they don't want to just hook up for a one night thing. You, you got to understand, understanding a man from the beginning, we have, I have to say this. We're not really that hard to understand. We're pretty low maintenance. I've always jokingly said, we're like a dog. You just, you got to love us. You got to feed us. That's the way to a man's heart is through his stomach and take us out once in a while for a walk or, you know, do something fun. I mean, we are, we're just like a dog. Love, feed, take us out. That's all we want. It's it, we're not as complicated. I think what drives women crazy is when it comes to wanting an answer. When you guys ask a question, um, you're expecting a detailed answer. When there's times where we'll, you know, you'll ask, "Why did you do that? Why did you leave your shirt there?" And our answer is, "Sorry, I wasn't thinking about it." I think women get disappointed because they're expecting this other answer and this accountability and really 
men are that simple. Why did you leave your shirt there? I don't know. That's it. That's the answer. I don't know why I left my shirt there. Maybe I shouldn't have, but we're not that hard to understand. Don't put too much thought into it. Because we definitely, we're definitely not. Let's go through some obstacles. So there are going to be obstacles that you face when you meet a man. And number one, walls. They might have walls around them from previous the previous relationship or their ex. And it's hard to break through these walls. And women, actually women are really great at this. They put up walls too. Um, maybe a little bit more than men. But like I said, let's go back to the humane society thing, right? Like where you get your dog from. Like there's going to be baggage there, okay? So there's going to be walls and there might be walls and there might be uh, just, you know, some some trauma from the last relationship. And I think that's just a given. Um, you got to have a little empathy. Now, if they're if they're obsessing over their ex and all they're doing is talking about their ex on your guys date then that's yeah that's not cool uh i've heard horror stories of you know a guy just talking about their ex over and over and over yeah that's not something you want to do on a date for sure so number one that's that's the obstacle you might face walls uh number two communication issues uh, men, like I've said in the past episode, we're not known for being great communicators. It's because we're that simple. Why did you do that? I don't know. I just left my shirt there on the ground. I have no clue why I did it. So you're going to come across communication issues. And that's just, that's a guy thing. So if you can just kind of knock that out of the park in the beginning and just communicate or or get to the point where you can get them to communicate clearly and express themselves you know because part of part of being i think in the beginning part of being in a relationship uh when you're dating when you get to know each other you are somewhat grooming them that's just the way it is you are somewhat grooming and you're training them to be ideal for you and I don't want it to sound like a bad thing, but you know, you you're you're setting the the boundaries and the expectations ahead of time. But communication is going to be a big thing. Just make sure you knock it out of the park in the beginning. Have a clear communication, a clear path that you guys can just you know uh, relate to each other and communicate what you're feeling. Uh, number three, third obstacle your own expectations uh please understand that not every man or the perfect man might not exist in your eyes most likely most of them won't they won't be the perfect one he cannot always check off all the boxes that's just it's not uh, it's not realistic and and i think a, a lot of times with this third obstacle having your own expectations uh i've heard women just totally name their whole list of expectations he has to be this he has to do this he has to be like this you gotta there's gotta be a give and take if he can at least check off most of the boxes maybe that's great but you cannot hold everyone to this high standard because 
you're going to get disappointed and you're going to get disappointed a lot. Uh, so don't go into it with your own expectations. And just remember that not every guy can check off all of your boxes. But if he can check off most of them, I think that's a good start. So that's the obstacles. That's the three obstacles you're going to face. Uh, let's talk about some red flags. And I look at this too. Look, when I was dating before and, you know, like back in the day, I'm not going to talk to you about my dating life. But let's just say there's red flags, right? And I see it on social media too. Uh, number one, social media. You can tell a lot. And maybe this goes the same for a dating app because you get to see their profile and their pictures. I wouldn't know because honestly, I've never done a dating app ever. Uh, I did MySpace back in the day. Yeah. It's, yeah, that long ago. So social media, uh, let's talk about that first. Um, there's a lot of red flags that you can find on social media about a person. To me, you know, like some of the stuff I look at, right? If I'm just telling you from a guy's perspective, if a girl's posting us, if a girl is posting a selfie, like in almost every picture, and she's posing for the camera, and it's all about her. I'm sorry. I think most of the relationship is gonna be about her, and I don't think she she has the time to think about anyone else um, because she's showing off all this. No one wants to be at someone that is constantly trying to take pictures and document every little thing. And this goes the same for a guy. Now, there aren't guys are not famous for this stuff. It's usually women that do this. But there are those men, those few men that eh, they are into themselves. And I think that's a red flag. You know, if he always has to take a picture or, you know, he has his shirt off when he takes the picture. And I don't know. I just think it's a little douchey. I wouldn't go for it. That's red flag number one. Uh, a couple other things I would look at. Okay, I'm giving this away, and I feel like I'm I'm going against my whole uh, my whole gender. And uh, okay, I gotta tell you guys this. Look, and I think this goes the same on both sides. You gotta see who they're following, and if a guy follows mostly women that's okay no problem it's the kind of women that they're following because you don't know most of them could have you know female friends most of them could be female friends there's nothing wrong with that but if he's following all these half-naked models oof, maybe i might give him a red flag on that one i don't know you know it's okay to follow like i said follow women if you just have friends regular women but all these models and everything, eh, that might be a red flag. Yeah. So there's some things on social media you want to look at first, uh, what he posts. And you can tell a lot on social media about a person because a lot of people share about themselves as well. Facebook is a good one for the drama. You can tell if someone is always venting and they're always grumbling and they're always complaining because they're they're posting these long posts and they're venting. Uh, that's a huge red flag as well. So I'd watch out for all those, all these little signs and these little things on social media. Um, it tells you a lot about someone. 
I think this is so important, uh, man. And sometimes I'll like if I go through drive through, I'll go to a store, I'll go to a restaurant. I'm like, how did this person even get by the interview? How did they get past the interview? Because their customer service sucks. It goes the same for relationships. You gotta have a thorough interview. Like no different than if you were hiring someone for a job. The interview process, of course, is gonna be the date when you're on the date. And you could even Google the guy too. You could, I mean, it's so easy these days. You can just Google his name really quick or find him on Instagram, Facebook, social media. And you could probably find out a lot. You know, if we're going through the interview process, if he's, he's, he's not asking about you, to me, what's really attractive, what's really the opposite of a red flag, what is it, a green flag? I don't know, yellow flag? Anyway, what's attractive and what's, what's a great sign is someone who shows interest in you. If they lack asking you questions and they're always talking about themselves, that's a, such a turnoff for me. You know, if we're having dinner and we're getting to know each other and they, they keep talking about themselves, and you can tell if you really know communication, uh, you can tell because you'll talk about something, okay? And then this is what's going to happen. They're going to come back with an example in their life. So you can be like, yeah, you know, oh, man, um, uh, I had this bad experience at uh, this restaurant. And then instead of him digging deeper and saying, what happened? Whatever he'll say, oh my God, I've been there too. Yeah, you know what happened to me? Like he just cut you out. He just cut your line. You know, you want someone that will ask questions that will get to know you better. And they're not too concerned about talking about themselves actually, unless asked. Uh, but they should be asking questions and showing interest in, in you, in your life. And you should also be doing the same for them. So that's part of the interview process. Um, if they're on their phone a lot and they're not really paying attention, that's, that's another red flag. Uh, eye contact. To me, eye contact is a big thing too. And if they have a hard time looking at you or they're always looking down or, yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd watch out for things like that. So, so let me get this one out of the way. Going for the kill too quickly. If they're trying to already take you home and come over to their place, yeah, that that guy only wants one thing. You, you, cannot, you cannot give out that easily. Meet them in a place where you guys are out. Don't, don't go to the car. Don't, don't give them a chance to make a move. If you really want something to last, if you, wanna, if you really like the guy, going to his lair is not going to be the place you want to go. You already know what's going to happen down there. You know. Stay out of there. Keep them in the light. Keep them in public. And really take your time on it. The, the way I see the interview process, the way I see the, the getting to know the person is how we did it back in high school. You remember that? You remember how much we used to talk back in the day? Look, I'm 42, okay? I can only speak about my generation. We stayed on the phone for hours like that's that's true skill right there that's that's true uh communication if you can last for hours on the phone nonstop, and you're at the point where you're like i'm not tired you eh, i'll go if you want to go no, no 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 i'm good i'm good 
I'm not tired. I can stay up another, you know, another hour. Back in the day, we used to fall asleep on the phone and wake up the next morning and we're like, oh, what the heck? We're still on the phone and you hear the other person snoring. That, my friends, that is what we need to bring back. We need to bring back that communication, that kind of communication. If you can talk story for hours on the phone, okay, forget the meeting up. If you can talk talk to someone for hours on the phone, that is something special. And I don't think we do it enough. I, I, Again, I've been out of it for a long time. I don't know if they still do. But I think we're so quick to meet up. And a date can only last for so long before we're like, you know, um, someone's trying to cash out on it or, oh, let's go here. Let's go. Look, I think in a perfect scenario, this is what I would do. I would talk over the phone for a long time. We're talking about days and weeks, okay? I know it's a little extreme, but hear me out. I would go days and weeks talking on the phone before I even meet the person. Now, we already got past the profile part and we already know how they look for the most part. So obviously we're attracted somehow, but I would take the time to talk, talk stories um, and really get to know them. Because then when we meet up, man, it's going to be even more magic, right? You already have this rapport with them. You've already gotten to know them. Now it's going to be super easy. Now you can look at them in the eye. Now you're, there's something there. You've already got that spark, but it starts off over the phone. And I'm not talking about text message either. Texting is fine. Don't get me wrong. But talking, we need to talk more. You need to find someone that can carry a conversation. That's number one on the list. That, is, that should be number one and the only thing really that matters the most. Can they carry a conversation? We got to take it back to high school days. We got to borderline fall asleep on the phone and because we don't want to go off the phone because the, the conversation is so good. And if it's not good and that person cannot carry a conversation, cannot hold a conversation, I don't know. Maybe they're not the one. That's how I feel. Um, but you got to move slow. You know, bottom line, move slow. I, I realize this episode has been going on for almost 25 minutes, okay? Remember this. You fall into two categories with a man. Either he wants to take you home to bed or he wants to take you home to mom. If you make it too easy for him to take you home, you guys are going to do something. You guys are going to fool around. It, look, if that's your thing, great, whatever. But if you want something to last long and you truly want to know if he really likes you and he doesn't want you just for that, you need to stay away from, again, you need to stay away from the lair, far away from the lair. Because once you go home to him and go to his house, uh, something's bound to happen. So stay away from those places. Don't be so easy. Um, let him work for it. Like I said, let him be good on the conversation. Stay out in public. <laughs> don't, don't go in the dark anywhere. And um, God, build something. I don't know. Build a relationship. Build a, build a friendship first. But build a relationship. And all the, the good ones I've been with, uh, we could carry a, a conversation really well. So, again, he's either wants you, he wants to take you home to bed or he wants to take you home to mom. I'm thinking you want the second one. You want him to take you home 
to mom eventually because that's when you know he takes you seriously and that's when you know he wants a relationship if he's always trying to get in your pants and you make it easy for him yeah i don't think it's gonna last so that's that's what you got to remember don't don't move so fast and the last thing i want to go over is i i think some couples they move in so fast and i don't know why and some get engaged so fast and i've seen this on instagram and i've seen friends at one minute they're taking a picture and they're i'm like oh cool that's their new boyfriend that's a new girlfriend and then months not even a year they're getting engaged i'm like what is the rush i'm not saying there's there's not a chance like i believe in love i believe in true love and yeah i think i think some people can just not know each other for a long that long maybe months sometimes weeks i don't know but mostly months and they can end up marrying the love of their life but that's not always the case uh you have to establish something you cannot be so quick to move in because you're gonna see this person every morning you're gonna have to wake up to this person every morning and when you see their bad habits it's gonna come when you actually live with them so do some trial and error uh go on a trip i tell you this much a trip says a lot about someone you can find out a lot about someone from a from going on a trip i found out about my friends guy friends where we're like oh it would be so cool yeah if we lived together right you know we would talk about this in high school and we go on trips i'm like "Ah, i don't think i want to travel with you again i don't know you're kind of messy you're kind of lazy these are friends you find out a lot about someone when you move in with them but when you can stay with them more more than a night or go on a trip and really see all their bad habits you got to go through that process first before you make it official and propose and get engaged i think in my opinion and everybody has a different opinion three to five years is a good amount of time to get to know someone i think after a certain amount of time we start getting comfortable and that's where you want to get them you want to you want to catch them when they're off guard and then all the bad habits are going to come look in the beginning of any interview process when you're trying to hire someone they're going to tell you everything you want to hear we know that already but the thing is what happens when they finally get the job what happens how will they perform that's the real question and you're going to get all everything you want to hear in the interview process in the first date second date third date don't be fooled look for to to see if that person is really genuine and i think if you follow a lot of these tips and you really put thought into it and time taking the time to establish something i think you'll be just fine and that's my thing with dating um that's how guys think uh, we put you into two one of two categories and you got to build something and you got to make sure the interview process and the beginning is really good because once you're in it uh you're in it for a long time and you don't want to divorce and you don't want to break up because that's a big hassle and that's a big hurt so let's try to make sure that we take our time getting into something and make sure that this person is the one. And I'm going to leave it at that. I'll see you guys in part three uh, where we go over uh, a little deeper into inside of the mind of a man. hope you guys are enjoying this series. This was part two, relationships. And if you haven't listened to part one, 
take a listen and I talk about the insecurities of a man. Thanks for listening and I will see you on the next episode.